wouldn't you know it, another story about another American president with a weather passion. Hi, I'm Chris May, writer, producer, and host of This Day in Weather History, now in its second year from the Weather Network in Canada. On July 7th, 1930, construction of the Hoover Dam began. This Day in Weather History. President Herbert Hoover was an environmentalist, so deal with it, all right? His main focus points included pollution-free water, flood control, and fisheries. So therefore, after a disastrous Mississippi River flood in 1927, Hoover recommitted to bettering American infrastructure to prevent another similar catastrophe. Over the next five years, a total of 21,000 men would work ceaselessly to produce what would be the largest dam of its time, as well as one of the largest man-made structures in the world. It's days like this that I love the weather and our relation to it as a species that much more. You see, we as Homo sapiens have the ability to adapt the best to the changes brought on by the last ice age. We adapt and we live to see another day. Same applies to a modern marvel like the Hoover Dam. We needed it, we built it, we live on. All right, I'm gonna ask you all to put your hands in the air. Do we have any Lego fans in the house? All right, it works when I'm live on stage. Think of the Hoover Dam as if it was a giant Lego set with over 200 blocks fitted together to stand 726 feet tall. The Hoover Dam has been called the eighth wonder of the world, comparable to the Great Pyramids of Egypt, very similar to the Great Pyramids of Giza. The Hoover Dam stands large and proud in a desert. And like the ancient pyramids, was built on the sweat of over 21,000 men, many of whom died in the heat, again, like in the deserts of ancient Egypt. Welcome to year two of this podcast. Right now, you're listening to the full version of today's story on your favorite podcast provider, but there's also the daily podcast video short. They're shot right here in my podcast recording studio, so you get that perspective, but oftentimes they will include visuals from that day's event from when it happened in weather history. So after listening to the full story, go check out the podcast video short on television or online anytime at theweathernetwork.com forward slash weather history. But to start, let's go back to why it was built in the first place. The Great Mississippi Flood of 1927 actually began with extremely heavy rain in the central basin of that Gulf state in the summer of 1926. Flooding peaked in the lower Mississippi River near Mount Landing, Mississippi and Arkansas City, Arkansas, and broke levees along the river in at least 145 different places. It was the most destructive river flood in the history of the United States, with close to 45,000 kilometers overwhelmed and submerged under close to 10 meters of water. To try to prevent future floods, the federal government built the world's longest system of levees and floodways, but it wasn't enough for one president, Herbert Hoover. Hoover was the 31st president of the United States and played a crucial role in making this decades-in-the-making project finally come to life. But it just as easily could have been named the Davis Dam. What? Arthur Powell Davis, an engineer from the Bureau of Reclamation, originally had his vision for the dam back in 1902. 
In Davis's plan, the dam would provide essential flood control which would prevent damage to downstream farming communities that suffered each year, when snow from the Rocky Mountains melted and joined the Colorado River. The dam would also make possible the expansion of irrigated farming in the desert and would provide a dependable supply of water for Los Angeles and other Southern California communities who were just settling and suffering under intense heat and periods of dry weather and drought. Davis's engineering report on the topic became the guiding document when plans were finally made to begin the dam. So although the dam would take five years to build, its construction was nearly 30 years in the making. The holdup on so many occasions was due to water rights and distribution agreements being met. You see, for many years, water rights had been a source of contention among the western states that all had claims on the Colorado River, and for good reason. It gets hot in the west, and that leads to drought. Drought takes away lives either through exhaustion or lack of food and water. And the region where we find the site of the Hoover Dam, a parched and extreme desert bordering Nevada and Arizona, suffers extremely hot weather. And the summer of 1931 was especially horrendous, with daytime highs averaging close to 50 degrees Celsius. I don't care whether that's a dry heat or not, that is dangerous hot. As a result, 16 workers and other Riverbank residents died of heat during the construction of the dam. This is another day in weather history where the absolute lack of weather was the reason for death and destruction. This day in weather history. Tomorrow is July 8th, and it is a total page flip that most would never see coming. While the Northern Hemisphere is cooking in the heat at this time of year, the Southern Hemisphere is in their winter. The winter of 2009 in the South American country of Peru was one of the harshest in their history that dates back to the beginning of recorded world history and beyond. That's tomorrow right here on This Day in Weather History with me, your host, Chris May.